Welcome to Pin Pals, a conversation show about Netflix's persuasion. I'm Katie, and joining me today, after holding her white and gray spotted bunny and drinking a bottle of red, here she is, Lady Sarah. Woo, barely made it on the scene. All right, Sarah, tell me your general thoughts. We have not talked about this. I was not pleased. (laughs) So I did, well, I watched it with my husband. He was a very good sport. He asked me lots of questions. (laughs) So one thing I had a problem with early on that I will say, so I'll try to say a good point here. Her talking to the, or Anne Elliott's character, talking to the camera all the time. But then I explained to my husband that she had all this inner monologue at all time and dialogue with herself and... And he said, well, how else would they represent that? And then I was kind of like, okay, I can go with that. That's why that inner dialogue with herself that is in the pages, they're trying to represent it that way. But I just didn't feel like it was Anne. It didn't feel like the Anne that I know from the book. It was a great character. She was kind of sassy, and but it wasn't Anne Elliot. All right. Well, I, I mean, gosh. That's what my top note for my general thought is. They changed Anne. They changed her. They, she's not Anne. <laughs> that, I don't know who I was watching. I loved her, but she wasn't Anne Elliot. <laughs> yeah, it was a good character. It was a. I enjoyed her. She was sassy. She, but it was not Anne. Okay. Um, so I think if you are a Jane Austen purist you're not going to love this adaptation. What do you think? I think that's very true. I, well, one thing, well, I hate to compare another one, but the Pride and Prejudice movies, I because I know that book so well, in the movie I'm hearing lines from the book. I feel like they didn't even have to write anything. They're just, because Jane Austen's lines are amazing. And I recognized a few in Persuasion, but oh, there were not a lot of original content from Austin spewing out of the character's mouth. No, I thought that was really interesting how they kept they kept a lot of the plot movements the same. Mm-hmm. Like there's very few there are some new scenes that it's like this is not. But a lot of the scenes themselves are taken from the book. They're just not um written like they they altered the scenes um, mm. the dialogue like you're saying um okay we are going to spoil all of this movie and we are going to spoil all of the book and we are going to spoil parts of the Kier Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice because like you said it's really hard like we don't want to draw all these comparisons but it's really hard not to because I mean the thing about the Kira Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice is that um, it stays faithful to the, the book in so many ways and so if that's what you were hoping for in this persuasive movie the tone is so different um, mm-hmm. How would you describe the tone of this movie? It's, well, Anne is almost, you know, she's so good-natured and and positive. But this one, she's very melancholy. She is very upset about the Wentworth. She's still pining away for him. But in a very, like, I don't want to live type way. And she doesn't seem as good-humored as everyone. Mary is a character that they kind of nailed. (laughs) But uh, yes, Anne is, that's it. It's her whole persona has changed. I'm trying to think of another maybe Jane Austen character that she would fit more. Oh my gosh. Well, hold on. Who that actress would fit more? Yeah. Or who, whatever persona they may put in. Do you not, did it never remind you of Elizabeth Bennett? Well, with the witty, yes. I can see that. I mean, I thought they saw the Kira Knightley version of Pride yeah. and Prejudice. Definitely and watched they it. said, hey, how about we do something just like this movie, but <laughs> we take these characters and we 
revamp it just a bit. And they changed, um, I mean, it's just not like a serious time period piece. You know what I mean? Like some of the language they're saying, um, like at some point, Anne call, I think she calls Mr. Elliot a 10. And they refer to each other in those languages. Like, oh, she's yes. a six or, oh, she's a seven. Or, yes. And they're not talking like that in Jane Austen's time. Um, but anyways, I, when the thing that she reminded me of um, in this movie, I did think of Elizabeth Bennett several of the times mm -hmm. of different scenes. I, saw. I could see that. I thought of Jane Austen also. Like that they were, that's how I imagine kind of Jane Austen being. <laughs> you know what? I bet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, let's go ahead and talk more about Anne. So some of the stuff that the movie did um, specifically is they made her very kind of playful um, mm -hmm. in a lot of moments, like in um, when at some point she's talking out loud to herself and and I think she's she might be saying something like kill me now or oh, mm -hmm. she's had a really embarrassing moment and mm -hmm. Mary walks in the room and she's like oh I'm I'm pretending to be Lady Macbeth <laughs> yes. which Mary of course believes or something yes. like that and I just was thinking that is not how Anne Elliot would be she mm -hmm. would not she would not be talking to herself out loud like that she would not be being like self-composed um she is she in and if she feels like she's not she takes her time she goes mm -hmm. she longs to go to her room to compose herself and mm -hmm. you know she you know it, it just it, it and how um, there's several moments where she's playing with the kids which Aunt Elliot does play with her nephews mm -hmm. I mean she does uh, but not like this. I don't think she's spreading jam on her face in this in, in this one scene, you know, where she is pretending to be um, Captain Wentworth and she she pours out the bread on the table and she puts a basket on her head and then she puts jam as a mustache. No way. That is not Anne Elliot. No. But don't you think, couldn't you see Elizabeth Bennett doing something like that? Yes. Like that everybody is says how playful and lively Elizabeth Bennett mm -hmm. is um she's kind of known for that she has like a twinkle in her eye mm -hmm. and people love to be around her when she plays the piano she's not necessarily skilled but people love to listen to it because there's something about her that is playful yes. and fun and uplifting and invigorating and I felt like this character was way too much like that and yes. and it was really um a bummer because mm -hmm. I love Elizabeth Bennett mm -hmm. but I wanted to see Anne Elliot but she's not in persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> she's not in persuasion. <laughs> yeah, Anne was a bummer. And I'm just confused by the rabbit, honestly. That's another one. <laughs> what? I don't know. Why? Was it like her, you know how some people have like coping animals or something like that? Was uh -huh. it something like that for her? I don't know. That was bizarre. I mean... <laughs> When I asked about the tone earlier, I mean stuff like that, like mm -hmm. where they brought in this rabbit and, and I don't know. It just seemed like this isn't real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Versus the Pride and Prejudice um, versions, they, they seem more authentic. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, this is how a character would act in that time period. Yeah. And so if you want to see that novel played out, in its time period, we will make a movie like that. And and that's just not <laughs> how I felt about persuasion. I felt like yeah. this seems like they're taking some elements from the time period, but it tonally, it is not, it does not feel like it's from that time. Yeah. It's almost like they should have just made it modern and got yes. rid of the time period, you know, like a clueless with Emma <laughs> or Absolutely. not even attempt to make it time period. Um, or have you seen Bridget Jones's diary? Yes. Okay. And I think that that is a modern adaptation of Pride and Prejudice, mm -hmm. um, which you can watch that movie in it. You can see the parallels, but you don't always have to see the parallels. But it actually reminded me of that because of the self-narration, you know, in Bridget Jones's diary. 
um, she is constantly narrating and she's the mm-hmm. narrator of the story. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. You said your husband liked that, how she would narrate to the camera. I despised that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if he liked it. He was trying to give me a reason why they would have done it. Uh, yeah. And I bought into it a little bit. Maybe I'm too easy to persuade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Sarah. You need to be like a nut. You need to be resolute. Um, Do not not let people sway you with their their opinions. (laughs) You be firm like a nut. (laughs) Chestnut, to be exact. (laughs) Okay, so I thought that this Anne in the movie was way too playful. Um, Mm -hmm. She was also rather flirty. Did you think that? Yes. Did you do you get she the was, drift that Anne Elliot is flirty? No, I do not at all. She's not even flirty with Wentworth. She I, talks I, to him like a how like do you do deep relationship? <laughs> she's not. Let's say she's not asking about ships and things and doing that. Oh um, no! I mean, that was with a. Uh, was that with Lady Russell where they were having those references and alluding to other things? Mm-hmm. That is not Anne Elliot. That is not no, Anne Elliot. Um, okay. So this Anne in the movie, she's playful. She's flirty. Um, and I think you mentioned this too. She's heartbroken. She's crushed. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she's just melting. She's having to go drink wine every night um, in the bathtub or by herself. She's just, she just all the time. She's falling apart in multiple scenes. What? Mm-hmm. Because then, so I, as I'm watching this, I'm trying to be like, have I just misunderstood everything about persuasion? Like, I don't me? think you have, Katie. I don't think you have. <laughs> Like, I don't think that Ann Elliot's grabbing a bottle of red. <laughs> no. And that's why she's so good. Like, you're, she should, if she was acting like that, no one would be surprised. But she doesn't. That's the difference. She's so resolved to still make good of the world and still have this longing, but still live life to its fullest as much as she can with her horrible family. And She just seems so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not that like there's that this character in the movie wasn't wasn't um, good, you know, or didn't have good qualities. Mm-hmm. But I just thought I, I don't think that this is this is not Anne Elliot. I just kept it thinking not. that this is not it her. Not Anne Elliot. Okay, okay, we have to talk about one other thing about this character. Um, she also drew a lot of unnecessary attention to herself. Specifically, they're sitting at this dinner and she oh, blurts out uh, that Charles proposed to her before Mary and she rejected him. Uh, I almost turned the movie off, Katie, after that scene. <laughs> to besmirch Anne Elliot that she would ever do such a thing. It was, it was loathsome (laughs) to behold. That was, again, well, one of the things that, so I'm saying all of the stuff that they are painting her as, they are painting her as playful and, you know, she's very sad about Wentworth and and she's kind of awkward and clumsy. Again, Mm -hmm. not who Anne Elliot is. She's not a klutz. She's elegant. She is. And and one of the things, um, as I was kind of, I was re-looking at parts of Persuasion, the novel today, Mm -hmm. and um, they just keep, people will remark on Anne's gentleness. And Mm -hmm. I thought that is her. She is gentle and she is wise. Um, They did in this movie. And I think in the novel, one thing I will say that they brought out is her ability to perform during an emergency. Mm -hmm. And it's very good in an emergency. And they brought that out in both books. But I don't think in the movie, they really showcased her skills in the same way. Truth Mm -hmm. be told. You know, and we needed more of she didn't and it was because we didn't have enough people in hysterics you know how that's happening in the book wasn't that the calmest falling from that high ever everyone just like oh get a surgeon oh she said get a doctor and like that was it (laughs) there's no but it wasn't just that 
Yes, <laughs> you needed Mary. Okay, because in that scene, there are multiple people in hysterics. And then mm-hmm. when little Charles falls and dislocates his uh, mm-hmm. collarbone uh, or shoulder or whatever, there's people in hysterics. And Anne has to yeah. do several things, not just one thing. Mm-hmm. In your juggling, scenes. doesn't Henrietta faint? And yes, she has to carry her up. Henrietta faints, and uh, Mary will not stop freaking out mm-hmm. in all of those situations. And then Charles doesn't know what to do. Wentworth doesn't know. I mean, they're all kind but of. Isn't he crying? I think he's crying. Yes, they're all just falling apart, and so. You know, it's they lost like, out on a very dramatic moment. I know. I, so I was really disappointed in the movie that they do have these scenes, but they're not done. They're not. They're mm-hmm. not true enough to the book where they're even developing. They took Anne's character and they just made her someone else that they thought. I guess they tried to modernize her, but I don't think it was very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, I mean, I was just really miffed by the whole thing. Okay, so. Um, on that note, what we're we're playing a bit of a game here, Sarah. We're playing book or movie. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna move through these people and situations and we'll talk about how the book did them and how the movie did them and which one we like better. So just Anne Elliott in general, book or movie? Definitely book. That I mean it has to be. That I mean, is a crazy question. Uh <laughs> It was a softball. It was the beginning. You might like one of these movie scenes better than the book, but doubt it. <laughs> okay, and definitely book, just because she's Anne. Um, yes. You know, you read Persuasion and you fall in love with this character, and you're like, oh my gosh, she's so great. And they left her out. And, and they forgot her in her own book. Yes. They did someone else's book. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to Wentworth, which uh, I'm really interested in and how you felt about this um, versus movie Wentworth versus book Wentworth. So I know I wasn't a fan of Wentworth either, but it's not as strong of a disdain as for Anne. I just, he gave a weird vibe. Like, he was always holding something back. Well, I guess he's supposed to be holding back his emotions for her. But he almost seems, I can't put my finger on it, just out, or just kind of casually watching everything. I don't know. He's not very involved, I feel. Or it's like he's just standing there. I don't know, Katie. Yeah, give me some no, I, no <laughs> I wrote on my, my list that he's bland. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote that he's quiet and serious. And I don't really get that from, I mean, especially mm-hmm. volume one, um, really volume oh, yeah. two too. I mean, in volume one though, he is, he seems to be the life of the party. Uh, some mm-hmm. huge changes that they made, um, which I'm curious to see. I think, I, I mean, I have an idea why they made these changes, but he only courts Louisa when initially there are, when they first encounter him, there are several girls, some cousins mm-hmm. that are flirting with him. And then um, he narrows it down to where he is kind of courting Louisa and Henrietta at the same time. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of flirting happening between all of this. And there's a lot of revelry and dancing. And he is talking about his ships and all the money that he's made mm-hmm. and going over what a great captain he is. And he really seems that he is, that he has warmth and passion, by the way, <laughs> is what he seems like. Yes. <laughs> yes, he seems so warm. That's why when he treats Anne coldly, it's such a, sh- a jarring difference. Like it's notable difference, but I felt like he was cold kind of to everyone or it's like he's trying movie, to be man of mystery just yeah I, I was like he seems I think do you think they were trying to make him wounded I think maybe so that they wanted to just maybe they think the audience wouldn't have picked it up so like let's just make this guy look miserable and but he's captain okay so so <laughs> look I have this whole theory 
that they really are trying to take Pride and Prejudice and they're trying to take Mr. Darcy. Darcy. Because who is known to be quiet and doesn't talk much and stands in a corner and doesn't introduce himself in the ballroom? It's Darcy. He stands weirdly. He even just stands weirdly. Like, like, what's this guy doing? I was like, this is not Winworth. She's Elizabeth Bennet and he's Darcy. Although this is, that does them no justice either. Um, No. No. I mean, not at all. Um, Although I do think um, the actress that plays um, Anne Elliot, I almost called her Elizabeth Bennet because she seems like (laughs) Elizabeth Bennet to me. I think she would be a good Elizabeth Bennet. I think um, she would. If they ever remade Pride and Prejudice again, which I'm all for any remake they want to do. I will watch it. Keep them coming. <laughs> yeah. You just do. You just keep making. Keep fresh. Authentic period yeah. pieces for Jane Austen purists. Oh, and we will watch yeah. that content. <laughs> we will watch it. <laughs> oh, you blow my mind. Yes. They were trying to make Pride and Prejudice. It's like they watched With that film book. and they were like, people love these characters. This must be Jane Austen. <laughs> when one oh. of the great things about Persuasion is that Anne Elliot and Wentworth are not Elizabeth Bennet and Mr. Darcy. Um, it's the opposite because there's this long, and Elizabeth and Darcy almost fall in love, more like a Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> they don't meet that much, I feel like. I need to look at someone with a time frame, but they're just kind of rushed and with few appearances, whereas these people thought about each other for eight years. And know each other so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's it was just mm. okay, so um they so okay, so I think they probably had an only court Louisa. I, I think maybe it looks better. It Mm -hmm. they wanted to make him look better. I mean, that was one of his big things when we evaluated the novel is what is he doing going after these two sisters? So they've kind of eliminated that problem for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, they took the the things that we had issues with. They took those away from him. You know, remember I was so like up in arms that he was taking the book from the the sisters and he was kind of, he was too much for me. I was like, he's too much. And now it's like they've stripped him of all personality. So I prefer him with his, his problems. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty, you kind of forgot. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy's playing the main character. <laughs> Love interest. <laughs> um, okay, so book, book Wentworth or movie Wentworth? It's definitely book. Okay, it has to be worth one there. Or <laughs> <laughs> Again, same problem they didn't put the main characters into the movie (laughs) okay so whenever we did our persuasion volume one pod we talked about um the initial meeting the meet cute of Anne and well in (laughs) this they changed it up quite a bit yeah um okay so let me tell you like let me remind people are of this scene okay so Anne Elliot is eating breakfast with her nephews and her sister and her brother-in-law Charles and she's pretending to be Captain Wentworth so she puts this basket on her head and she turns a piece of bread into a telescope and she puts jam on her face to make facial hair and she's like look at me I'm Captain Wentworth and I'm so rich and then of course Captain Wentworth walks in from behind she stops and she looks at him and she says, you look old. <laughs> so awkward. Yes. In this, the, in the book, what happens to refresh memories is that, <laughs> um, well, they briefly, they do meet at breakfast. Uh, mm-hmm. That is true. But they simply Check. say hello. And it's a pleasant greeting. And then no one's he, wearing jam. No <laughs> one's wearing jam. There's nothing playful happening. Because out of all the things I love about Anne Elliot, I wouldn't describe her as playful. You know? Mm-hmm. No. Um, and then Wentworth goes away and we find out he has said that he wouldn't, that Anne looked altered. So altered he wouldn't have recognized her. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the actual meeting. Okay, so which one did we like better here? I will say that was cute. I will go like in the romantic comedy genre. That's kind of a cute, funny to happen. But no, it's definitely the book. (laughs) Why? Why is it the book? Because I actually did love that scene. It was cute. Well, it doesn't stay true to Anne. And I, I think with my, I love when we learn later that she says the line again, but adds wretchedly. Uh-huh. And it sets up Wentworth. It stays true to kind of Wentworth's character in volume one. I was kind of acting towards Anne and being cold. And I mean, he was still cold in the movie one. I will say that. I wasn't getting any warm fuzzies. <laughs> oh, see, when he first saw her, I think he kind of smiles and he is a little abused by the performance. Uh, I think he was slightly warm. I know it was. She was charming. She was charming. She was charming. And and that's exactly how Elizabeth Bennet is. <laughs> I loved that scene, but it's just not in Persuasion. I don't love that scene. I wish it's it not. was in a different movie with a different person. I'm going to have to go book. Not titled Persuasion. Not titled Persuasion because, gosh, that was such a cute little scene. It was. Which, high five movie. We enjoy, we enjoy the segment. Netflix, movie makers. You could make a really cute romantic comedy. But Based on that scene. Don't use... <laughs> this Jane Austen work and then change the character totally to do it. Okay. So now we might get some variations here. Maybe, maybe not. Let's go Mary. Cause Mary, she's got a lot of, she has a lot of stuff that is true to her. Mm -hmm. What did you think? I actually enjoyed Mary. I thought she was pretty, (laughs) she seemed crazy young. So I think that surprised me. Uh, She seemed much younger than I had imagined her in my mind. But that type of whining, I thought Mary was the most accurate to the book character. And her lines just, yes. So my husband did not watch this with me, but he was in the room for portions of it. And so Mm -hmm. at one point, Mary came on and she was whining about something and he started laughing out loud. Oh my gosh, they got him. You got it. Well, Mary on the walk, she's like batting flies and they've just started. I mean, it's just. I loved Mary on the walk when at the end, um, when they're back at the house, Charles is physically carrying Mary back into the house. (laughs) And that seemed like that could actually happen. Yes, um, I can see that. Okay, so Mary, are we going book or movie? Um... I feel like I should help the movie out, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with Mary. Like if scales were happening, they'd be evenly balanced. I enjoyed her. You know, I have to go book. She was my volume one MVP. I know you love Mary. (laughs) I just, we didn't get her letter, but the Mary content they put in, I mean, it is a shorter movie. It really wasn't that long. You know, it was, um, it was quick. I was surprised. It was a quick movie. So for the amount of screen time, that they were working with. They they really did. We'll say, I'll say this. I prefer book because there's so much more Mary in it, but uh, I did like movie Mary and it wasn't, I, I'm not nearly as appalled. Okay, Sir Elliot. I thought he was pretty good as well, but he's a pretty basic character. If they got him wrong, <laughs> I would just think, come on, have him care about his looks. Have him care about his dress. Have him looking at mirrors. So I was okay with him as well. They didn't have a lot of his zingers in there. So that was kind of disappointing. Oh, I know. I missed all of that. Again, he got such little screen time. Yes. But I feel like it represented the, they represented him well, but he just wasn't given a big showing. Yeah. Yeah. I think my issue with him is, you know, in the opening scenes, they show him and she's narrating and he's reading out of mm-hmm. the book, but it just doesn't feel like the tone from the beginning of the movie doesn't feel like it is actually happening in that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they kind of just have people coming into their house wanting to sell things or take things. And, and it's like, what's happening yeah. here? This is not, this is not authentic to no. anything. I'm going to go with book. <laughs> yes. 
I will definitely, we'd miss out on too many awesome lines <laughs> if we just had movie, movie Sir Walter. Okay, what about Mr. Elliot? I actually liked Mr. Elliot because he just oozed charm on it. It was like, this is the sly fox that I can imagine. He was so, he was handsome. He was kind of ingratiating to everyone. So I felt he kept his character pretty well. Yeah, I, I actually the liked They escalated the Miss Clay, but... Um, yes, I enjoyed Mr. Elliot. I thought he was very well cast. Mr. Elliot, too. So an interesting omission here, though, is with Mr. Elliot's storyline is in the book, you have Mrs. Smith, who has all of the goods on Mr. Elliot and really spills the tea there. And she's missing completely. So we don't really know much about Mr. Elliot, really about how schmarmy he really is, Mm -hmm. which the book really tells us, you know. Yes. Um, how terrible he is. So here it's just kind of like, ah, uh, he, it, like at the end, he's just stopping Mrs. Clay from marrying mm-hmm. Sir Walter. But uh, other than that, it's like, you don't know anything else about him when really he's, he's very villainous. Well, maybe why that's the cast, because that guy playing, I don't know who he is, but he did a great job. The guy playing Mr. Elliot, he kind of, shows that like you already think you shouldn't trust him even though you've been given no reason why yeah you're right he does okay so are we going book our movie with him i don't i just feel like i need to throw the a bone to the movie every once in a while but to really know the depth of his horrible character you need the book so i'm gonna have to say book but i'm high-fiving the movie again that <laughs> they did okay giving second place to movie when there's only two spots <laughs> You're praising it. Congratulations, <laughs> a movie. You got second place. <laughs> I know. I was actually kind of torn on this one. I don't feel like I have to throw the movie a bone, but I did I did really like his interpretation of Mr. Elliot. And again, mm-hmm. it was if you're going to leave out all of Mrs. Smith's role and you're going to leave out all of the history because the movie is short and you cannot fit all of that into the movie, then what mm-hmm. he did was perfect. So I'll go movie. I I'll I'll do it. I'll go movie here. I really liked that guy. I thought he was great. Can he I tell you what I, job. I didn't like about it? I think that they made Anne too flirty with him and mm-hmm. they let that go on too long. Um, in the book, she figures it out very quickly that she doesn't want to be with him. And yeah, in the she movie, she's wise. got these lines where it's like, or am I falling in love with him? And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, Anne is not falling in love with him. She she does enjoy his conversation and she's intrigued with him for a little bit, but she can never trust him mm-hmm. and she susses him out real quick. So I don't know. I, I didn't love that about the movie. That's just Sorry, my problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um we have the really long walk. It is portrayed in the book and the movie. What did we think about the movie's version of the really long walk? They're going to the restroom outdoors. What a bizarre choice. Again, <laughs> Anne Elliot is, is not in that situation or she's not eavesdropping on conversations in that situation. No, no, no. no. <laughs> So, I don't know. It's when they go to the hater house and you get some good lines from Mary about houses with less than five servants are unsanitary. True to Mary. Mary, that is true to Mary. So, when she does get a lot out of that conversation, it makes you like Louisa in the movie because she's kind of standing up for Anne as Anne's being berated. So the one in the book is very almost metaphorical. Like, you know, he's probably thinking of Anne while he's telling these things about being steadfast and resolute. But in this one, he's actually insulting her. I know. The movie. Yeah. So that was rough. I know. It was very hard. Um, yeah. I mean, he's so mean about Anne. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in this, it, and he doesn't, he doesn't have the long nut conversation that he has, which I, 
I was. I was missing my nut conversation. <laughs> Just a staple of Persuasion Volume 1. Mm-hmm. I needed my nut conversation. And then something that I really, that I found very disappointing is they had her twist her ankle and that's why she needed the carriage. That is mm-hmm. not how the book went. She was just tired and Wentworth yeah. could see that. And she wasn't tired. Noticed that. Yeah. It, it wasn't in a, it, a tired, yes, that was my problem with it. Everyone mm-hmm. can notice she has a twisted ankle. They made it overt, you know, like obviously mm-hmm. she should ride in the carriage. She, it wasn't that gentlemanly or wonderful yeah. for him to hail a carriage for her or to volunteer her. But mm-hmm. in the book, he's just assessing the situation and he's like, oh, I just, Anne looks so tired. I, mm-hmm. I want, I want her to have some rest. And she sees it as this great act of kindness and Mm -hmm. it's so sweet. And he, you know, he advocates for her and he does it um, a lot more privately. Not Mm -hmm. everyone can overhear. I mean, it's just really sweet in the book. And in this, in the movie, it was like, it's common sense. and It's just like being a semi nice person. To yes. say, hey, this person has an injury. Perhaps they can get around. And is hobbling. And is hobbling yeah. along. Oh. So yes. book or movie? <laughs> oh, definitely book. That was, he insults her and then he clearly offers her a carriage because she can barely walk. So there's nothing sweet going on. They're not taking building the, anything. Again, they took away the best characters and now mm-hmm. they're taking away some of the best moments. I mean, some of the best moments in volume one are that, that conversation mm-hmm. again, because you know, he's using it to point to his strong feelings for um, Anne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the carriage, which points to his strong feelings for Anne. Um, and it's all omitted from the movie. So it's like, are you even rooting for these characters to get together? <laughs> well, like you said, his main thing is he's always noticed her. No one else notices her or they take her for granted. Even if they're nice, they just take her for granted. And he's noticing her and they took that away. They took it away. Yeah. Why? Why Netflix? Also a big part of the book. Um, it is altered in the movie. He sticks with Louisa right from the start. They seem to hit that off. And what do you think of Louisa? Book or movie? What, what, do, you, what do we think? Oh, well, yeah, and Louisa knows that Anne liked Wentworth and still goes for it. So I actually like the character, Louisa. I thought she was fun. I like how she stood up for Anne, but it is not Louisa. They gave her much more depth than the Louisa in the book. In the book, it's just kind of two silly sisters, and then you find out they're silly and fun, not like they're Bennett-type silly. And then you just kind of find out Louisa ended up being the one <laughs> that he goes with. So I, they made her much bigger, and she was very likable and and kind, And except she was like, I'm basically going to take your man. I remember that conversation we had. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. She was just so different that I don't even really know how to compare them <laughs> from. They definitely seem more like sisters in this version too, where in yeah. the book at in volume one is in particular, they do not seem like sisters really. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're, they're certainly friendly and they know each other well, but they're not like best friends or something, which in the, the movie I thought, they seem like they're close friends mm-hmm. and confidants, which that yes. is not how they are. No, it was once her and Louisa had, or Anne and Louisa had the discussion about Wentworth. I was just thinking this has really changed the dynamic so much. I don't know what to think. So what are you going with? Is book, is book oh, going to win out here? It's definitely book. It's book. I don't even know what they did and why they had her. It's all that information (laughs) um and then you know what else is i mean and then we could probably criticize the book a little bit here because the binnick um romance angle in the book we don't get to see much either but we do get Mm -hmm. some like hearsay like charles reports back about how they are as a couple and that type of thing Mm -hmm. and the family kind of tells us they're excited about being together 
But in the movie, it's just like, well, okay, that's a huge difference. They wait to do the reveal to the very end of the movie. How did you feel about that, the engagement? I actually kind of liked it. It definitely followed... I didn't refer it to the book, but I thought it was an interesting twist, especially if someone hadn't read the book. That would add a huge level. It made it definitely more romantic comedy. That really added to the miscommunication that Louisa married her captain. And then Anne is having all this angst, thinking it's over, like life is ruined, and making the surprise so much more when she finds out he's not. So I didn't mind it too much, especially after the many travesties I had already witnessed <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Maybe I was being more forgiving at this point, but. You saw there was only 10 minutes left and you were like, all right, whatever they want to do. <laughs> I was actually crazy shocked. I paused it then and went to the restroom. I was like, 16 minutes? They're wrapping this up in 16 minutes? <laughs> so it added a little intrigue. It added a little. You're right. I'm you know, okay you're right it. how you said, um, it made it feel more like a romantic comedy. And that is so true. It's just that in persuasion, to me, the knowing, I like not having that pressure anymore. We have enough pressure Mm -hmm. with um, the Mr. Elliot situation in Wentworth. So to have the pressure on both sides, it, it would create too many knots in my stomach, but. Well, they wrapped uh, it up so quickly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so are you going movie on that? Well, I feel like it's another one of those situations where I didn't I didn't mind it. I kind of was like, well, that's a fun little twist to do, but the book's better. I, it's the book. The book, the book is book, just better. The book is better. The book is better. All right, we have to talk about this. This other than Anne the way they totally took Anne and gave her a total personality change. Other than that being the prime of this movie, this next situation, I think, is a crime in this movie. And it is the Wentworth letter writing scene, the ending of all of this. Her The letter. <laughs> the letter, Sarah. The letter. I know. Um, I'm not even trying to disguise my feelings, book or movie. This is the book. I mean, the way that the book does this is so beautiful and tender Mm -hmm. and it means something. Her conversation with, okay, you're talking about pausing the movie. I paused the movie because their conversation was three sentences and it took 24 seconds from for that conversation to begin and end so he drafted that letter to her in 24 <laughs> seconds stuff like that really bothers me and no he is not um well actually i think he is a speedwriter um but i don't think he was the conversation hadn't even started for him to know everything mm-hmm. she was saying though his letter is a response to her conversation with Captain Harville in the book and to listen to the way she defends her love in in the book and the tenderness of all of that. She is moved to tears while she's speaking. Captain Harville is touched while she is speaking. There's this mutual respect there. And then of course, in that scene, Wentworth is writing a letter to Binnick, actually. It's not the Admiral. They squeezed that mm-hmm. into the movie. Um, and so he's writing this letter to Binnick, but then he's not. He switches mid-gear and starts writing the end. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's a beautiful moment that I go on about where his pin drops because he's listening to her. He scooches his chair closer. I mean, all of it is so beautiful. And then he says he just needs a look from her and he'll mm-hmm. know that she loves him and all of that is omitted it, you know it was so rushed it was so the rushed. budget ran out <laughs> the budget ran out <laughs> don't make the movie if you can't do that scene that is the scene that is where i, I am like that's where captain wentworth moves up on the wentworth meter from like a six to a nine I mean, he jumps 
he just jumps in in this letter and but it's the circumstances surrounding the letter and all of the body language in the movements that are happening that make that so special in oh my gosh movie 24 seconds <laughs> come on come on <laughs> yeah. oh it was bad no pin drop. No <laughs> pin drop. No, she can recognize his footsteps on the pavement in the book. And she goes and runs and finds him. Now, I, I typically don't mind all of that. Did you mind that mm -hmm. when she runs and finds him? No. I didn't. That's okay. I, I did love I, I loved in the book where he see she gives him a sort of look as much as she can mm -hmm. gather and he knows how to interpret it. I, I did love that, but. But yeah, it just wrapped up with the rom-com, the ending. <laughs> so the thing rolling. is, is should this movie have been a rom-com? Like Pride and Prejudice has some really funny movie moments in it, but it's mm -hmm. not a rom-com. Yeah, nobody would call it that. <laughs> um, and Persuasion, I think, is even less of a rom-com because, <laughs> because you have, um, Anne is such a more serious character than mm -hmm. than Lizzie is. So what did you but think they about how they, they did? Did you <laughs> think that was an effective move? Or um, No, I don't know if they were trying. I, I'm just thinking, what if you watch this movie and then were like inspired to read the book? What would you think? Would you be disappointed? Would you be... These did I get the title right? Did I check out the wrong book? I just don't know what the goal was, but it did did feel more rom com. The playfulness of Anne, the huge misunderstandings, making the main guy's worst vice not seem as bad, so it was easier later. Uh huh. We'll say this: Charles Hader has been snubbed and has gotten the short end of. Because that guy wasn't even in the movie, and I think they changed his name. Didn't they call him something else? I don't know, but you <laughs> made me watch the whole thing again to see. All we saw was his house and heard some ruckus. <laughs> I think at the very, very, very end, there's some sort of like he smiles next to Henrietta or something. Oh, okay, like that. he's at the wedding. <laughs> yes, it's something like that. And I'm like, there's Charles Hader, who they've renamed. <laughs> Oh, maybe they did Smith. They're like, let's recycle that character. We left <laughs> okay, oh would goodness. you say, did this movie meet your expectations? It did not. It was, it did not meet my expectations. <laughs> it is mainly, and the biggest problem is just Anne, when you take away the heart, and Anne and Wentworth, when you take away the heart and soul of the book and replace them with different types of people, it's hard to get behind it. Okay, so this movie looks beautiful. I think that um, the main actor, actress, I think she's gorgeous. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have no qualms with her. But she's not Anne Elliot, by the way. She's not, in case you haven't picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, no, um, she's not Anne Elliot. And this movie was barely persuasion. Yeah, they took out, they took out the things that you love about persuasion, mm -hmm. you know. You know what I thought? I, I, I don't know if I said this already, but I do think because I think they put her in the narrator position um, because like your husband said, they needed they needed someone to be the narrator because the narrator in the mm -hmm. Jane Austen novels are so strong, but they made her like the narrator. The narrator mm -hmm. in the book is kind of sassy and mm -hmm. kind of goofy and funny and can put fun at people and so it's like they took Anne Elliot and they turned her they gave her the narrator's personality as well and I just thought no the narrator is separate from Anne Elliot no, and so just have a narrator just have a narrator <laughs> if you really want it you know if you want that going on uh, yeah you know I think you can easily get around this by having the character like keep a diary and mm -hmm. they can like do a little uh, thing in their diary, especially because mm -hmm. in the novel, there's a lot of um, stuff about how she has to go collect herself in her room. Mm -hmm. So it, that seems like it would have been totally acceptable for her to go do a, a journal entry. And that could have been where we get her thoughts. I don't know. I think I they're really they're... messed up by making it like a playful rom-com. Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, I don't know. Is Jane Austen that genre? Do you think she's playful rom-com? No, especially with that. Like maybe Emma is more that type that you could, and I feel like that movie does do it. It is much more playful. But even this, everything I've seen, everyone says Persuasion is Jane Austen's most mature novel. Like it's, so it is the most serious. And to make it that playful, it's just not, it's not the book. It's not the tone at all, which is tough. It's not the tone. It's not the characters. When you take that, uh, leave the plot, mild, kind of, and then take out characters. Oh, and they left the setting, even though the language was odd. You just don't get the book. You don't get the same experience. Well, we watched it. Will you be revisiting it? Probably not. It did make me want to watch the old, old one that I watched a long time ago. But I remember feeling like I was watching a play that had been videoed. Like it, it was very... <laughs> Very stuffy. But it did make me want to go back and watch that one. I think it's the BBC put it out. I love the BBC. <laughs> they need to make a remake of Persuasion. Yes. <laughs> they would not have done this. All right, Sarah, do you have any other thoughts on Persuasion the movie? I, I don't think I do. It's just, I missed Anne. Anne, we miss you. We love you. You pierce we're, our soul. We're sorry you were misrepresented. <laughs> and did women swim in the ocean back then? <laughs> what a bizarre little scene that was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, I think I said at the beginning there weren't that many like different scenes, but that was one of them. Their whole seaside conversation yes. was odd. Um, mm -hmm. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was odd. And then she just went in there and went out and just came right back. No, I, know. I was like, well, what'd she get her old clothes all wet for that for? <laughs> it didn't look that hot outside. I was confused about that. <laughs> and we're never going to know why she needed the bunny all the time. Does the director like bunnies? Or I don't, I don't know. I don't Katie. know. I don't know. A lot of weird choices. A, a lot of a lot of bizarre choices there um but it looks great it's is it worth watching would you recommend it to a friend well if you love the book how could you not just be tempted to see what they did with it well, so true. yeah watch it once watch it once <laughs> be outraged <laughs> that they took our novel yes and did something terrible you just have to. Just do it. Just rip that band-aid off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that, um, check us out next time. We're going to start reading Pride and Prejudice. Holy <laughs> <Holy grail. laughs> We love that book. <laughs>